Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio. I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. And some sleepless nights. But when I Thing over all of my good days outweigh my bad days. I, I walk on blood. Sometimes the clouds hang low. Can hardly see the road. I asked the question, Lord, Lord, why so much pain? But He. So I'll just say, thank you, Lord. I, I want some blood. Lord, and been so good to me. Have you been good? He's been good to me. Than this whole world, are you could ever be? He's been so good to me. You know what he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dried all of my tears away. today so I'll just say thank you Lord I've been loud but thank you Lord I've been talked about but thank you Lord I've been misunderstood but thank you Lord you might be sick by rapping with pain but thank you Lord Bills are due. Don't know where the money coming from. But thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I won't. I won't complain. God, 
good to me. More than this whole world, are you good? to SPSN Listen Live with your host, Deandra. Thank you for tuning in on tonight. And you have heard uh, Reverend Paul Jones with I Won't Complain. Amen. Uh, I'm hoping your day has been blessed. I know mine has. And uh, speaking of today uh, and speaking of Reverend Paul Jones, I Won't Complain, that song has been playing in my spirit all day long. Amen. There's various things that we can choose to complain about, but when you start thinking about the goodness and the mercy and the love of God, amen, you get to the point where you say, you know what, I might be facing this and I might be going through that, amen, but I won't complain, amen. And Reverend Paul Jones says something about, I, I got bills, I don't know where the money coming from, I'm dealing with sickness in my body, amen, whatever you're dealing with on today, I just want to encourage you with that song, don't complain, don't focus on what you're going through, focus on the hand of God and what God can do, amen. So thank you again for tuning in to SPSN Listen Live, i got a great broadcast for you, I have a special spotlight guest Christina Lockett, yes, I've been posted all over on social media, and um, I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited about what God is going to say through our spotlight guest on today. She's going to talk to us about her book, Love Lost, her ministry. She also has a radio ministry as well, and so I'm going to ask her questions about that. So this is what I want you to do. I always tell you every broadcast. Facebook somebody, tweet somebody, text somebody, Snapchat somebody, whatever you got to do. Let somebody know that Jose DeAndre is on the air live. Amen. And also share the number, 310-982-4274. We want to pass the word on about this broadcast. Amen. And also, you can listen to me, not here, only here on Spirit Soul Radio Network, but you can listen to me on gospelisgolden.com. Amen. We have debuted um, on gospelisgolden.com on last week, and I'm telling you, it's just been a real awesome journey. Real awesome journey. So go to gospelisgolden.com. You can check me out there Monday through Friday, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Amen. And here on Spirit Soul Radio, Mondays and Fridays, y'all, 6.30 p.m. You already know that, though. But I just want to remind you. So, again, i got a great broadcast for you on tonight. I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to talk to our spotlight guest, excuse me, Christina Lockett. Amen. So I don't like prolonging the broadcast, so I'm going to get our spotlight guest on. But I want to also uh, remind you, if you have any comments, those that are tuned in to the studio, you already called in, you have any comments, you have any questions, chime in, press pound one. Amen. So here we go. We're going to talk to our spotlight guest on today. And I'm... Yep, I got her right here. Hi, Christina. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you? I am doing good. I'm blessed. I'm excited and honored to have you on the show tonight. Amen. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, it's a blessing. I, I saw on your, uh, I believe on Facebook, you had posted, I'm going to be on the other side. Normally you're interviewing, <laughs> but now you're on the other side. So it's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> yes, you know what? It's awesome to be on the other side, and it gives uh, my followers an opportunity to learn more about me. But I just love just having healthy conversations about positive things. So I definitely just want to say thanks again for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you for the opportunity. It's, again, truly an honor. Now, speaking of you being a radio host, um, you're on SRN Network. And uh, tell us more about that. Tell us about your show. Well, I'm on Survivor Radio Christian Network, and the name of my show is A Message of Hope. The name of my show is the subtitle to my book, Love Lost My Story. So the book is Love Lost My Story, A Message of Hope. And so I use the subtitle as the title of my radio show, and it's also the title of my television show as well, because at the end of the day, whether I'm having an interview or conversation or I'm ministering, I want someone to receive hope. I want someone to receive inspiration and, and just be motivated after listening to the show. And um, my radio show, I platform um, gospel artists, uh, authors, um, just a variety of, of people that are doing big things in, in the body of Christ. But I also interview your neighbor next door that you didn't know had this awesome and powerful testimony of how God transformed their lives and changed their life. And so when you listen to my show, you, you get a variety. It may be somebody that's on the latest gospel magazine, you know, but you also may find out about somebody that was sitting right next to you in church that you had no idea what God had done for their life. And so in that, you can be inspired and receive hope, you know, that if they can make it, I can make it as well. And, and a lot of times, too, when I do interview uh, my celebrity guests, we don't always focus so much on, like, their latest book or their latest CD or their latest project. Sometimes we just get to the heart and the meat of their testimony because I know that that's how people receive hope. That makes sense? Amen. It it really does. You know, I love that because um, not I know for for myself, and I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure you have to growing up in church. You know, in the beginning after praise and worship, it was testimony service. You know, it was testimony right. time, and and that's where a lot of our encouragement came from was testimony. So I love the fact that your show covers the testimony part, and, and not so much you know the like you say being on the magazine cover, the latest project and all of that, but the testimony, the the trial and and uh, test that they went through and, and they overcame it. So I simply love that. Now, how can our listeners, you know, tune into your show? You know, what day do you uh, come on? My show is every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and people can go to the link. I always post the link on social media, which is info, or they can just simply call in to listen. I have a lot of people that call in, and the number is 347-237-48. And so they can call in and listen, or they can log on online. Um, I just have a variety of people that support the ministry that look forward to it. You know, and the good thing about being on, being on uh, Blog Talk Radio with Survival Radio Christian Network is they can always listen to the rebroadcast and download it at their convenience. So that's been a blessing in itself. 
Yes, yes. They can listen to it whenever they want to. Um, yes. Now, I, I want to talk about your book because I know it's your testimony. Share with us um, your journey of finding hope with love being lost. Well, you know, the title of the book is Love Lost. And so some people say, oh, okay, they thought maybe a spouse died or something like that. And that's what they were almost expecting. But when I say love lost, I'm talking about divorces. You know, having that love and then it's gone, it's lost. Uh, I married my high school sweetheart. And, of course, you know, it's a high school sweetheart. You're thinking you'll be married forever. And I wasn't. After four years, uh, we divorced. And um, it was trying. It was very trying. It was challenging. But we were young. And so um, even though, you know, we both made some mistakes and he made some mistakes and infidelity was involved, it's like in my heart, I felt like, you know what, we're young, it's okay, I'll just move on. So it's almost like I, I gave him a free pass in a way. I just kind of just really just let it go, and I prayed and asked God to just help me move on, and I did, and I remarried. And um, I was married to my second husband for nine years, and mm-hmm. I never expected that marriage to end in divorce. And that second divorce was the one that was so devastating, so hurtful, shameful, embarrassing, um, it was scandalous in a lot of ways because uh, we were pastoring at the time, and we were living in a very small town. So, of course, everyone knew, you know, when when um, we divorced, everyone knew that, you know, there was another woman involved. And it was embarrassing, but I just held on to God. I didn't lose hope. I didn't lose faith. And at that time, I was still preaching the word of God. And so many people who, who didn't know me personally, they just knew this is a woman of God preaching hope, preaching faith not knowing what I was going through at home in my personal time. But, you know, God brought me through that storm. And so years later, because it's been uh, almost eight years now, you know, I decided to write the book. And I wrote the book not to bring embarrassment to my ex-husbands or even to myself. I wrote the book because I wanted people to be inspired. I wrote the book so people can hear it, hear the book or, or, or read the book and just feel like, you know what, I can't survive. I don't have to give up. I don't have to depress. I don't have to be down and out. I could keep moving forward in my life. Things happen. The Bible says it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And, yes, some things will knock you off your feet. And you, you're like, okay, God, what is really going on? But you still have yeah. to hold on and not lose faith. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Now, you talked about divorce because, you know, that's that's another word that's hush. You know, I, I recently said to another spotlight guest, she talked about depression, you know, and, and that word is hush, you know, keep that silent. Um, so when yeah. you're talking about divorce, you know, in the, in the I, I hate to say, church world, um, yes. you can't get divorced, you know, you can't get divorced. Um, so, how, I mean, how did you deal with the, the naysayers, you know, because there's people that, like you said, you, they knew your story. They knew your situation. They knew what, what was going on. They were the, the ones looking outside from the, you know, the window, but they saw some things. So so how did you deal with, with those type of people? Well, you know, um, of course there was people on the outside looking in, just like you said, but believe it or not, I had a lot of people praying for me and praying for my sons because it was it was devastating, uh, not only for me, but for our children, just our entire family. But, you know, I did pray and ask God to restore my marriage, and I mentioned that in the book because, 
you know, like you said, in the body of Christ, is just being Christians, we, we feel like, okay, we got to pray this thing off, or we got to rebuke the devil, we got to do something. And I'm, I'm not saying that you don't. You do. You pray. You ask for restoration. But, you know, you can't, you can't make somebody want to be with you. You can't make right. anyone uh, choose you. If they, if they have chosen uh, somebody else, you have to move on. You cannot hold on because then you'll be stuck and not moving on with your life. You know, I went through that season of praying, of fasting, praying, fasting, waiting for something to change. And when I saw that it wasn't going to change, and I know that when I pray, things happen. I'm not a person that, that you know, got sleeps on. When I pray, things happen. So if it's not yeah. happening, that means it's saying something. If it's not happening when you pray and when you fast and it's not breaking, that means God is showing you something. And he showed me that it was Christina. It's time to move on. You have to move on. Mm-hmm. And, um. I share in the book, you know, our divorce went through, let's say, I believe it was like a Wednesday. And he remarried that Friday, that Friday. Wow. You know, so you can't hold on. I couldn't, I can't do that. I had to move on with my life. And, you know, it took everything in me to pray and ask for healing. And it actually took a couple of years for me to totally feel healed, to totally feel whole because it was so devastated to me and I keep using that word because there's no other word to describe it other than feeling devastated you know not knowing that your husband would do this to you you know because he wasn't like that in the beginning you know I never expected him to um to commit adultery and then decide you know he really wants to leave the family to marry this other woman I didn't I never expected that you know so God brought me through he brought me through you know when we actually literally separated before the divorce, that was like in January. But on August of that same year, I started college full time. And I graduated at the top of my class. And, you know, I started a new career path. And, you know, I give God praise for that. He kept me. God really kept me. Kept my mind. Mm-hmm. Kept my thoughts. Kept me and my children. Amen. Amen. And, um, you know, like you say, God started you on another journey, a new journey. And I believe that right. that began the healing process, you know, within you. Um, take the time just to speak to our listeners real quick about, you know, that, that woman, that man that is going through divorce or they've experienced, you know, uh, adultery and, they, and they've lost confidence in themselves. They lost confidence. Um, you know, with God, talk to to those listeners that are dealing with those things. Okay. I just want to say to you right now, if you're listening and you're going through a divorce or you're just going through a separation or just a relationship breakup, I want you to know that you still should trust God, believe in him, and know that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Also know within yourself that you are somebody. You are beautiful. You are wonderfully made. But everybody else has free will and they have free choice. And if they choose not to be with you, it is still okay. You are still worthy because I, I, I believe that sometimes we feel like we're not worthy, we're not good enough. You are worthy. You are good enough. And when that season is over, God will bless some who can appreciate you, appreciate who you are, and love you like you deserve to be loved, you know. And you have to really just see yourself and, and, and allow yourself to become whole. And also don't allow bitterness to fit in. Forgive. Allow yourself to forgive them, forgive that situation, forgive those circumstances, and trust God and know that all things will work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. Amen, amen. Now, you said you have teenage, two teenage sons. Um, you know, 
how do they view themselves in the light of, you know, what you have gone through, what um, has transpired with your ex-husband? You know, how how do they see themselves growing into manhood um, and, and dealing with relationships? How do they view relationships? You know what, we, we do have open conversations about it because they, they, they are boys, you know, 14 and 16 years old. So, of course, they're in that stage where they things like that. But I just talk with them. I let them know it's important. Uh, you know, it is somebody that you care for. It's one person at a time. It's out of order to think that you can have more than one girlfriend, a girlfriend at church, and maybe a girlfriend at school or something like that. But we have those conversations. And my children were right there when, when everything uh happened and when we experienced it and like I said it's been like seven seven almost eight they have had time to grow and to get past it they're still very close to their fathers um they have a very close relationship and their fathers have have talked to them about the mistakes and said you know hey this was a mistake you know if I could do things differently I wouldn't have done it like that so they know both sides they know their side they know my side and they know what they experienced and uh, uh my youngest son I always tease him I say man I I hope I live long enough to see when you get married because his vocabulary is my wife. You know, he's young, but at an early age, he'll say, oh, well, when I get a wife or my wife. And he says, oh, you speak it. Amen. Hello, Christina? To understand that marriage is sacred, marriage is honorable in God's eyesight, and that, you know, just because you're a man and, and people think it's cool to have multiple a women, no, it's not cool and it's not of God. My son, not bragging on them, but people always say, oh, they're so handsome, they're so handsome. But I tell them, yes, you're handsome, but that doesn't mean it's okay to have multiple girlfriends. And you have to teach your children that. It's not okay. You know, and I always pray and I ask God, don't allow them to, to go down that same path, you know. And and truth be told, I mentioned generational curses, you know. We're not going to continue that same path. Don't break the cycle. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that that really is what that is is a generational curse, you know, and, and right. it's something that nobody, you know, it's it's some if it continues to go on, it's something that nobody decided. You know what? This stops with me. I'm going to break this thing with the help of the Lord. And I'm so glad oh. and thankful that you talked about, you know, that you pray for your sons and and that their vocabulary is my wife. Because not too many people or not too many parents teach their children, you know, it's not all right for you to have multiple uh, relationships and multiple partners. Um, right. Save yourself for that one person that God has for you. And um, yes. I, I simply love that. And, and when you said that about your son, I thought about my son. My son is seven years old. He'll be, he'll be eight soon. And But but his vocabulary now is, is wife. You know, it's not about, oh, yes. when I get a girlfriend, when I get older. And I'm yes. looking at him and I'm like, you're only seven and a half. Why are you talking about this? But I'm thankful because, you know, like you said, he has that vocabulary of wife. And and that means it's mm-hmm. being embedded in him. Amen. Amen. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that. But how how can our listeners, you know, purchase your book and, and, and how how can they get a copy of it? 
the the book is available on Amazon, uh, and I, there's it's also available on Kindle. I have a link on my website at www.christinalocket.com. There's a link on my website, so you can either just Google me, Google my name, you'll see everything all about me. Go to Amazon, you can put in my name, or you could just go to my website, and and I have links to purchase the books on Amazon and Kindle. I have hard copies and digital copies. Awesome, awesome. Now, now that you have, you know, been healed, and I believe the Lord's still probably, you know, pulling some things and healing some things. But, right. uh, you know, in, in your walk now, do you have a desire to be married again? I know, you know, after two marriages, do you still have that desire? I believe you never lose hope. You know, I do have a desire to be remarried. And and in my prayer time, when I do pray for God to bless me with my husband, I pray that it will be to death do us part. And I do believe that when when he blesses me, that it will be to death do us part. I believe that everything that I went through was for a season, it was for a time, and it was for me to be able to minister the way I'm ministering now. I had to go through that storm, you know. And I always tell people, because they would be surprised to actually probably hear me say that, I'm not an advocate. Divorce. I really don't believe in divorce. I believe if you can work it out, work it out. You know, my parents, uh, God spared their life. In October, they'll be married 51 years. My grandparents Amen. were married 50 plus, 50 plus years. Uh, I don't know, it's 54, 50, over 50 years. So I believe in marriage. I believe in the unity. I believe that it's meant to be the way God designed it originally. You know, so I'm not an advocate for divorce, but I do realize that sometimes it just happens. And if it does, you still have to move forward. And so my prayer is God bless me, and I believe that he is, and I'm excited. I've been claiming this year, 2015, to be my year. <laughs> Just to meet somebody that's special. Amen. And, and I thank him, and I, and I call those things that be not as though they were. I simply love it. And, you know, um, he said he'll give us the desires of our heart as we delight ourselves in him. Amen. And you just delight in yourself in the Lord. I love it. I love it. But I also want to talk about this, and I know our listeners, I know, I know they're thinking it. Y'all can chime in and ask. Y'all can leave your comments and ask your questions. But um, I know they're probably thinking, you know, how, how, did you, how did you keep your confidence level up? At any time, did you – you know, say, um, why me? Why am I going through this? Uh, what did I do? I did. Those I did. I did. Um, like I said earlier, we at the time of, of the second divorce, we were pastoring. We actually had our own church, our own ministry, and it was actually going very well. And so um, uh, we was going through the separation. You know, of course, I still had the keys. So I went to the church. And I laid at the altar, and I just began to cry. And, I mean, I cried like I've never cried before. And I was crying, asking God, why me? Things like that, just going on and on and on. And I heard the voice of the Lord so clear. He said, how can you ever minister to somebody if you've never gone through anything? And immediately Mm -hmm. my tears cried. Immediately I got up off my knees from the altar. I went in the restroom. I cleaned my face. And I walked out of that church like I was just a new person. Because I had to realize the anointing on my life and the platform that he has before me, I had to go through it. That's why I have a actually good relationship uh, with my son's fathers, with my ex-husbands. You know, um, I talk to them. We co-parents. We, we, we have a great relationship. And that's why I'm able to have the peace because I know I wouldn't be on your show right now had I not gone through that. Amen. 
if I hadn't gone through the storm. I had to go through the storm. And greater the anointing is on my life because I went through it and I came out on the other side. Yes, yes. And you and you brought up a good point there because like God told you, He said, How can you minister to someone and, and you haven't gone through anything? And there's a lot of people out here and they're trying to minister and they haven't gone through a thing. And they're trying, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying, you saying mm-hmm. you should do this but you haven't gone through anything. How can you talk about marriage if you haven't been married? How can you talk about right. divorce if you haven't been divorced? You know, how can yes. how can you talk about you know, being an alcoholic, if you never, t- you know, you never had a drink, you never got drunk, yes. you know. Yes. So it, yes. it, it, we have to be careful to make sure that our life lines up with our confession, with our confession. Yes. Whatever, whatever we have gone through, be able to be transparent so that we can minister and reach those people that, that have, you know, that have gone through the things that we have already gone through. So thank yes. you so much for Pointing that out, we we ask God for the anointing, but we don't want to go through nothing. You know, we don't want to struggle. We don't want to deal mm-hmm. with none of that. But we want to ask God mm-hmm. for the for the anointing. And then, oh God, I want to go to the next level in my life. I want to go to the <laughs> next level. I want to go higher in you. And the Lord's looking. He said, Well, you got to go through something. Yes, and it doesn't. Feel good. It does not feel good, but you have to go through it. And when you realize the ending. From the beginning, it's a little easier to go through it. Amen. Amen. So you've been sharing, yes, yes, and you've been sharing a lot of encouraging words with us. I want you to share another encouraging word. What 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 has God laid on your heart lately? I ask everybody this that comes on SPS and Listen Live. What has God laid on your heart lately that you would like to share with our listening audience? Before I close the broadcast out. You know what? I have not been able to shake for almost the last four or five months, if not even longer, restoration. That has been in my spirit so heavy that God is restoring. He is restoring finances. He is restoring relationships. He's restoring families. This is the season of restoration. I believe that the people of God will begin to see some mighty moves and some mighty manifestations even before this year is out. I know in my life he's already doing it, but I see it beyond myself. I see it for the body of Christ and restoration. That's what I hear and that's what I've been feeling is restoration. You know, we have gone through enough, and now is the time and the season for the breakthrough, and he's going to restore Amen, amen. Y'all heard that God is going to restore. And I and, and it just ties in with the song that I played earlier, I Won't Complain. You know, we get so fixated on what's going on or what happened. But it's a, it's a message of, like you said, hope is restoration. Yeah. God is bringing restoration in your life. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the show. I have been blessed. I know well, I listen to have been Amen. But before you leave, Share your website yes. one more time and how they can purchase your book. All right, go to www.christina, C with the C, C H R I S T I N A L O C K E T T, christinalockett.com. Uh, you can go to my website. You can see um, my books. There's a link for my books. There's a link to Survival Radio Christian Network, because I'm also the assistant director for the network as well. And uh, so you can hear about my radio show. Um, I'm getting ready to start doing some live streaming with my television show. Um, all that information is posted. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I'm everywhere. You Google my name, you'll see me. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. 
You have a blessed night and weekend. And thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to SPSN Listen Live with me, your host, Yandra. And I want you to be encouraged on today, inspired, and what forever change. Have a blessed weekend. Oh.